today because uh, I think how many people learned something you've never thought about before? How many people feel more confident leaving here that you can talk to God, that you can hear his voice? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share this a little bit in application because I'm a weirdo and I like it. I'm not like normal people because I will go up and talk to any stranger, any place, anywhere, anytime about Jesus. And if they don't want to hear about it, they can tell me, no, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so today I'm going to share with you something called Love on Jackson Court. That's where I used to live when I first came to Amelia Island. And... <clears throat> My friends, every miracle Jesus did was because he was moved with compassion. And moved with compassion equals love in action. And if we all did a random act of kindness, how would the world change overnight? So the more we dialogue in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, the more you dialogue with God, the more sensitive your spirit becomes to hearing God's voice. So when you're in a fluid situation with a person, because you're used to tuning to flow, it can just come to you like this in a second. It's pretty awesome how it works. So I call this story um, Sam and Jamaica Man. When I first moved to Florida, I had to have my washer and dryer installed in my house. And two very tall young men came in, one from Jamaica, uh, another beautiful man that was his friend, his name was Sam. Oh, and there's Henry. Hey, my brother. Welcome, brother man. <laughs> so Henry's family's from Ghana, not from Jamaica. <laughs> so um, Jamaica man and Sam came in, and Jamaica man had long dreadlocks, and Sam was a very tall guy, looked about like Henry. Actually, he looked a lot like Henry. He was six feet tall. And the minute Jamaica man came in, I was like, praise the Lord, welcome to my house. Put my washer and dryer in, and he's like, Praise the Lord. I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? And I'm like, yeah, I love Jesus. And Sam was just really, really quiet. So they, they finished the installation job. And Jamaica man walks up to me and he says, uh, hey, do you think you can help my friend Sam? He has been very depressed and I'm very concerned about him. So I just stood there and I got quiet and I said, sure. If this is God's will, this is cool with me. So Sam came walking into my kitchen. The laundry room was over here. The kitchen was here. Six-foot Sam comes walking into my kitchen, and I just uh, took a minute, and I just tuned to flow. And, and when you do it a lot, Mark will tell you, you can just get in there in a nanosecond. And I just said to him, hey, brother, God bless you. Is there anything I can do for you? And I said, okay, God, I'm not breaking any ice here. His face looked like stone. And I'm asking God, what is the word that's going to break the ice? And I've written a book, but I don't usually talk about this to a man the first time I've ever met him. And I said, I was molested from the time I was three years old until I was nine and a half. I said, that will break you down. And I don't know what your problem is, but anything you've got, the same God that healed me, can heal you. So he was looking in my direction, but not really straight in the eye. And I said, look, man, Jesus loves you. Whatever it is you've got to share, Jesus wants to fix it. And all of a sudden, he looked me straight in the eye. And 
I had his full attention. I got really quiet. I didn't say anything because the Lord said, be still. And all of a sudden, Sam looks down at me. And I look up and I see one tear coming down his cheek. Just one tear. And I never expected this to come out of a mouth of a 24-year-old man who looked like he could bench press a car. And he said, I was molested two months ago. And you could have knocked me over with a feather. One thing you do when you're helping people is you can't show shock, surprise, or judgmental of any kind. But I tell you, I was shocked. Big guy. And <clears throat> so I just said very softly, I looked him in the eye and I said, do you want to tell me? I said, there's nothing you can say that will shock me. And he said, one night a couple of months ago, I was asleep. And when I woke up, my cousin was molesting me. Two months. <sighs> he said, I cannot get over the shame. Next slide. <laughs> I said, that's okay. It was not your fault. Do you mind if I put my hand on your heart? And he, he nodded, okay. And as I stayed in the flow, I began to pray for him. And again, that one single tear came back down his cheek. That beautiful, smooth face. And I've got to tell you, it was a thing of aching beauty. Aching beauty, because I could feel the light of Christ coming out of my hand. Mark talked about this, the feeling. I could feel the heat and the vibration in my hand. And as I had my hand on his heart, I could just feel his shoulders drop. I could feel his body relax. And he said some things. I said some things. I don't remember exact words. It took two or three minutes. And Sam was just very quiet. And he just looked at me and said, thank you. Thank you. And he said, can I hug you? And I said, absolutely. And when I gave him a hug, I just felt more tension leave his body. And he very quietly walked out the back door. I just kind of leaned against the counter and I was sitting there. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for doing this. And I'm thinking everything's cool. And all of a sudden, boom, the back door just blasts open. And I hear it slam against the wall. And it's Jamaica man with the dreadlocks flying. And he says, he says, what are you? Are you an angel? Where did you come from? I don't understand. Who are you? I said, I said, well, who do you think I am? He said, lady, he said, lady, I don't know if you're an angel, you're sent from God, but my friend Sam has, been, I've never seen him this depressed. He's been talking about suicide for two weeks. Wow. And today he said, I'm doing it. Oh. <sighs> you know what Jamaican man said? Can I hug you? <laughs> I said, yes, you can. He said, he said, Sam came out to the truck, smiling, laughing, and being his old self. He said he changed like this, instantly. <clears throat> I say this because the whole point, I love getting myself healed. I love talking to God about myself, and, and Mark is my apostle. I mean, he's the one who really took me home and taught me how to even tune to flow on, on demand. But anybody who knows me knows I don't love anything more than giving it to somebody else. 
that is my favorite thing to do in my whole life is if I can spend a moment like Jesus, I can touch a person's life. It, sometimes it takes five minutes, 15 minutes, one conversation, a, a happy word to the cashier. But the thing is, let all that we do, there you go, Sue, one more. Let all that we do, all that we do, whether it's how you think about yourself or how you interact with the public, let all that you do be done in love. In love. Ten minutes out of my day, did God save that man's life? Jamaica man thinks so. <laughs> and he let me know it. And the thing is about love, especially when you're loving yourself or others, it's a thing that we have to learn to manifest. We don't come out of the chute, you know, like Mark is so good about right brain, left brain. I mean, we come out critical, we come out down on ourselves, we come out angry. So you have to teach yourself to practice the presence of God and to let the love of Jesus just take the throne of your heart, no matter where you are and what you're doing. Because you don't know whose life you're going to change in five minutes. So I just say always be ready to walk in that kind of love. You know why? Just because you can. Just because you can. You have it. It's free 99. Nothing is cheaper than that. Free 99. You get to bless yourself. You get to bless other people. And there is nothing more exhilarating. You should have been here last night when I was talking about having my Harley Fat Boy. Four, 1,450 cc's, man, and loving is way better than a Harley Davidson. I'll tell you that right now. So my mantra is really Acts chapter 10, verse 38, where Jesus of Nazareth, <coughs> God anointed him with Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all, means what? All that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Raise your hand if God is with you. Raise your hand if you believe you have the same power of Jesus Christ. Not because of your flesh, but because God is with you. You know what Jesus had? The desire to let it out. So, move with compassion equals love in action. So, Get in the flow with Papa in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. The more you stay in the flow, the more you're ready just to get in the flow at a moment's notice. And just to, just, to, just to kind of put a fine point on this, I had to talk to an insurance adjuster today. And she was very nice, very calm, very sweet. And I always take the time, even if the person is kind of a jackhole. I just, is that a word you can say when you're a preacher? I don't know, Mark? <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, I, I just, and, but this woman happened to be, Valerie was super sweet and just really took time and patience. And I said, before we hung up, I just said, I just want you to know I really appreciate you. I said, you have been so kind and so helpful. I just want to tell you how much that means to me that you changed my day. And you know what she said to me? She said, oh, that's Jesus. Oh, that's Jesus. And I said, hey, I'm a pastor. And she said, well, thank you, because pastor, mothers in this nation need to be prayed for. Mothers around the world need to be, this is my conversation right before I came in here today. Mothers around the world need to be prayed for. Single mothers need to be prayed for. 
There's so much stress, especially on women who don't have someone with them to raise their children. And you know what I promised her? <clears throat> I promised her we're going to pray for her right here. Who's ready to pray for Valerie with me? <laughs> ah. Heavenly Father, the God who is love. You're not loving. You are love. Every scintilla of your nature is love. And God, right now I lift you, Valerie, for making her request known unto God. And right now I, I want us all to just focus on mothers in, a, in the United States, around the planet, around the world. And Lord, I lift you these moms, especially the single moms that are with children and in this economy in America. I, don't, I can't speak for other countries. It's tough. It's tough. And God, I just ask you right now to send angels and station them with these beautiful women to comfort their soul at night, to let them know your presence is there in the morning. I ask you to bring them compassion. I ask you to bring people into their lives that will help them looking for nothing in return. So I just lift you, the mothers and the children, the children, that you give them a godly home, you give them food to eat, you give them clothes to wear. And I ask you, Lord, to bring them into the presence of someone who knows you and who will love them with the love of God and not religion. So Lord, as a group right now, this energy is going out around the planet that we are specifically lifting mothers and my sweet Valerie that I don't even know that I talked to on the phone today. Lift them up in Jesus' name Love them, protect them, honor them. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. How do you feel? <laughs> Is that a cool prayer? Yeah. Okay. Has anybody ever heard of Andy Grammer? Andy Grammer wrote a song that says, I think you should know you saved my life. And he wrote it.